Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. My sister is a hypochondriac. She's slurring her words. You take over 80 medications. Is she really sick? You don't deny that she has some physical complications. Nobody has 72. Or just obsessive. My sister has hundreds of wigs. Everything is you. 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 It's obvious. You cannot stand me. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be here. Now. Has verbally abused me. Don't talk to me. For 10 years. How dare you, Mom? How How dare dare you? you? The face-off with her family. Stop! You need to sit down and listen to your daughter. This child has been given everything by me. If you walk off this stage, our relationship is done. Let's do it. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. This is a safe place to talk about hard things. Stand by, Dr. Phil. I'll try to be an emotional compass and point you in the right direction. In five, four. I am not giving up on you. to take a look at this family. Beautiful family, right? Perfect in every way. Beautiful parents, gorgeous children. Well, who would believe what one of them has been diagnosed with over 70 medical and mental health conditions, has ritualistic obsession, and barely gets out of bed for more than two hours a day? Which family member are we talking about? Well, we're talking about 43-year-old Shamita. Her sister Dana wrote the show saying that Shamita's illnesses are destroying this entire family. She says the Shamita saga is ridiculous and it just needs to come to an end. My sister Shamita is destroying our family. Shamita's illnesses cause chaos in our family because she's always sick. There's never a break. There's always something wrong with my sister. My sister has been diagnosed with bipolar, OCD, depression, anxiety, pulmonary disease, cystitis, blood clotting, neuropathy, dysmorphia, lupus. My sister is a hypochondriac. When she does go into the doctor and they say, maybe this is leukemia, she gets excited. I almost feel like she wants to have cancer. Shamita uses her illnesses to get attention. As we go out to lunch and somebody says, hi, how are you doing today? My sister would say, I've been very ill. I was just in the hospital. These are strangers. My sister is always pill popping. So nervous. I need to take a Xanax really bad. We'll go out to eat. She'll pull out this huge pill box to get that reaction of, you take all that medicine? And of course, my family, we're just like, 
She's so doped up on these medications, she can't function. She'll take her sleeping medication in the morning. She now is sleeping all day and up all night. My husband and I have always been very worried about Shanita's kids because they don't have a mom. The kids have had to take care of themselves. She's very OCD. She's obsessively cleaning. The house is over-decorated. There's animal print everywhere. Every wall space is used with family photos. My sister has hundreds of wigs, just rows and rows of wigs. I don't know. I don't think I really like this one. Now it's Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty has exploded in her house. She has her grown husband sleeping in a Hello Kitty comforter. That's not normal. She's not living. She's 43, and it looks like she's a feeble old lady. I think my sister is severely miserable in her life. I do think she gets a payoff from it because she gets attention, but at the same time, it's killing her. I don't know how much longer she can survive this. Okay, Dana, you have two concerns. One is for your sister. Absolutely. Just as an individual. And then you say it's destroying the family as well. My sister's illnesses are consuming our lives. It's destroying our family. We don't know what to do anymore. You think she's a hypochondriac or whatever term y'all put on it? Absolutely. We don't know what's legitimate, what's... I mean, there's so much. I mean, from the OCD to the bipolar, dysmorphia... It's just, it's so much, it's so frustrating. What's real, what's not real? We don't know. And you've been trying to figure this out for like 15 years. Oh my God. Was she always this way? No, I mean, not when did it start? Is there a, can you look back and identify a date, a time, an event, a, 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 a period where, bang, this went over the cliff? I think, I mean, my sister has been through one traumatic event after another in her life. Um, she, we've had domestic violence in our family. She was raped in college. And I think that was a big start of all of this. Okay, and those are real. Those aren't imagined. There was, no, that absolutely there was chaos happens. and violence in the family. Yes. She was, I believe, date raped. She was date raped, absolutely. In college. Yes. And, and you don't doubt that that took place? No, that absolutely happened. Okay, so you know that to be true. So she, she's had these stressors in her life, and you think that that has triggered this? Right, because I don't think it's ever been dealt with. And then she uses her illnesses as an excuse for bad behavior, right? She uses it as a crutch, as like an excuse. Like what bad behaviors? What is she doing besides blowing up the house with Hello Kitty and um, sleeping all day? Right. The Yeah, the obsessiveness is definitely there, but um, she did have an affair, uh -huh. and I think she uses bipolar as an excuse for that, of making bad decisions. Let's learn a little bit more about her. Dana says a lot of these illnesses are in Shamita's head, but Shamita says, no, 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 no. I know pain when I feel it, and I am really in pain. And she says she's just living in a hell, and she's having to do it by herself because her family just doesn't support her. Take a look. The most hurtful thing my sister has said is that if I was not her sister, she would not even be friends with me. I don't know how my sister can say that I've torn the family apart. When I found out that I was ill, I felt like a failure, worthless. I felt like I had let my family down. My family does not believe my ailments to be 100% true. 
I just wish that I would die in my sleep so that I would not be a burden to my family anymore. I am in excruciating pain. 24 hours a day. I was diagnosed with bipolar depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADHD, OCD, salmonella, hydrodistension, endometriosis, pulmonary embolism. I take Ambien late at night, so I sleep all day. You fell asleep on the toilet. I don't remember. I know. Those are the things that scare me. I used to work graveyard shifts, so my doctor says I have shift work disorder. Presently, I have five active doctors, but in the past 12 months, I've seen approximately 35 doctors. I swallow all these at one shot. People think I like this box. It's not a brag box. I'm so offended that people think that this is a brag box. The current things that are really life-threatening are my abdominal issues. I go 18 days without going to the bathroom. Did you take the new medication to make you go? Mm -hmm. No result. No result. I feel like I'm carrying two alien babies in my stomach. My lupus, all my teeth are rotting to where I need to have all my teeth replaced. My organs are falling apart and nobody will believe me. I've accepted I'm a disabled person. No one else has. Oh, okay, now she's gonna join us in just a second, but is that her, is that fairly typical of her? Yes. Cause I gotta tell you, she's high as a kite. Absolutely. In that tape, she's slurring her words. Right. She's in a daze there. Right, and all of our phone calls are that way to where you can't understand her. Your sister Shamita missed three flights. I just found that out. I'm trying to get here to the show. That's part of the drama, the attention. Yeah. Tell me why you're emotional right now. I'm very, very sick. I don't understand why they don't believe doctors diagnosis it. You've got 72 diagnoses in the last 10 years. And later, why did you miss three flights? So I've had over 10,000 guests. You're the only one to ever miss three flights. Well, I'm sure I was blamed. I'm usually blamed for everything. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so Shamita, come on out.
meet you, Dr. Phil. Have a seat right here if you want. Um, so, Shamita, tell me why you're emotional right now. Well, I'm very blessed to see you. I've been watching you for so long, and I probably, on my own, would have reached out to you for help for myself. But I just kind of stopped caring, really, about me a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm crying right now because circumstances have changed. Because I sadly found the letter that my sister wrote about me to your show, and it hurt me so badly. It hurt you that she wrote? Yeah, because she lied to me. She shut she. Read to me the letter she said she was sending you, and I was totally happy and thrilled that she loved me enough to send you a letter. It's the first time she's ever paid any interest in my illness. But the letter that I found that she left accidentally on my computer was a 12 page letter of how she feels about me, and it was so hurtful. A 12-page letter she wrote to me? I didn't get a 12-page letter. No, there's no 12-page letter. I think she's talking about my pre-interview that was emailed to me. Oh, okay. We, we did interview her and ask her, uh, just like we did you. We asked her a lot of questions. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, whatever, whatever it was, it was, it was, I kind of already knew for years that she's had feelings about me, and I guess it just confirmed that I was right all along. Yeah. Okay, so I'm now confused. You, are you glad you're here or not glad you're here? I want to be here because I, I'm, 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 I need help because I'm very, very sick, and I need my family. I'm hoping that you could try to help my family understand my diagnosis is... I don't understand why they don't believe doctors' diagnosis it's. Uh-huh. Well, you have a lot. In the past 10 years, um, you've had uh, acute bronchitis, acute gastritis, acute, well, let's see, you got allergy, anxiety, ADHD, predominantly inattentive type, autoimmune disorder, bipolar, bladder infections, blood coagulation disorder, body dysmorphia, bypass complications. I mean, in fact, you've got 72 diagnoses in the last 10 years. And I, I, you, you gave them to us, and so I listed them here so we would have them. Does that seem right to you? Does it seem reasonable to you? No, but that's the, when the doctor runs the blood tests on me, that's what they... I'm, I'm just giving you what the... Doctors at the hospital give me. Right. Do you think that you're on death's door? Do you think you just have a chronic situation you're going to have to struggle with for the rest of your life? What, what, do, you, what do you think? I've been struggling for 10 years. Um, ever since I had, really since I had my gastric bypass, I think I made a poor decision by doing it. And it's, I've been, I was never a sick person before. Okay, in terms of your general condition, how much of your impairment 
would you consider to be psychological in nature? Um, are you meaning, do you feel that, that I'm having sicknesses because of psychological issues? No, I, I mean exactly what I said. I, I mean, in your opinion, in terms of your overall health, functioning, adaptability, coping skills, energies, wellness, uh, sickness, whatever, how much of it, if any, do you think is psychological in nature? Maybe 30%. Do you think that you're medicated to the point that it puts you in kind of a fuzzy zone? Um, when I first was diagnosed. Um, and I mean, now, like today. No, because I'm not on, I'm, I'm not on but one antidepressant. Shmita, you're slurring your words. I'm slurring my words because I'm very upset. But you sound like this all the time. Every conversation, you're slurring your words. <coughs> You sound medicated 24-7. I'm very weak. I was diagnosed with lupus, systemic lupus, just a few weeks ago. Right. And the doctor told me I needed to have a transfusion right away because my blood cell count is very bad. How'd that go for you, the transfusion? They told me that it has only been tested in white Caucasian females. He said that... So you didn't get the transfusion? I could not get it. Of course, I'm going to be the way I am right now because I'm weak. Yeah, well, I'm just asking your assessment. I'll give you mine before we're done. I'm just asking what you think. Do you think that you're 100% focused and sharp, or do you think you're a little fuzzy? I'm definitely not focused and sharp. I can't be. Okay. Not, not when you haven't been to the bathroom in 18 days. Okay. I don't think anyone could be. They have that issue going on, burning urination. I mean, lupus, all chronic fatigue. You know, every day of life, and then having people tell they tell you that I'm supposed to give it to God and be healed in Jesus' name. Well, I've I've been I've got, I'm there every Wednesday, every Sunday. Saying, Lord, please, please heal me. <laughs> do, do you think I can? Do you think I can be of some help to you today? I'm hoping. I was hoping because you're, you're Dr. Phil. I am Dr. Phil. It's <laughs> I know it's your show. Written all over the wall. <laughs> I know. I watch you every day. So, that's good. I'm. I'm glad. I'm very isolated. So you're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't even be my friend if I wasn't your sister. Oh my God. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be here. I don't know how else to prove it. And later, is this your medication box? That's what I live on. She is destroying our family. Everything is about her. It's obvious, you cannot stand me. She has resented me our whole life. One year ago, can you walk? I have to help. help. Survivor winner Todd Herzog went to rehab. Todd, 
and returned a sober man. Thursday. Tell me why you think I'm here. I've got a major drinking problem. I can't stop. The shocking relapse. You're hallucinating. You ought to be dead. I know. I am not giving up on you, kid. You got five minutes. I've got five minutes back close. You got four and a half now. The life or death intervention. I'm not going to let you die, Tom. That's Thursday. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. Why did you miss three flights? So I've had over 10,000 guests. You're the only one to ever miss three flights. My husband was totally in charge of that. I'm asking you these questions as kind of a test, frankly, because uh, I'm trying to assess your level of insight, how... how able and willing you are to look at and see yourself in a realistic and objective way? Well, I'm sure I was blamed. I'm usually blamed for everything for, in my family, always. So, but I was, I wasn't given, you know, he knows that he has to wake me up because I, I don't sleep. I don't go to bed till five in the morning. But you so, choose that. No, I do not choose that, Dana. Well, you actually I told us. I stay up and go you, to the bathroom. You actually told us that you chose that. After a while, I worked, I worked 21 years in the airline industry. I worked graveyard shift. But you told us that you, you wait until very late to take your sleeping medication because being up during the day as miserable and in pain as you are, makes for a very long day, so you'd rather just sleep through it. That's, that's what you told us. There's two reasons. There's two reasons. I've worked the graveyard shift. Eric has worked the graveyard shift. That's not an excuse. Do you suffer from depression and abandonment and loneliness? You've been raped. Yeah. Have you suffered? Have you walked in my shoes, Dana? I haven't, Jamita. Okay. I haven't. So then don't compare me to you and Eric. <laughs> she, is she irritating you right now? Yes, because I'm just seeing the words on the paper saying that if, I, if, if, she, 
if we were not sisters, that she would not even be my friend. <laughs> and we have grown up. And our parents are in the ministry, and we have been in church our whole life. And you wouldn't even be my friend if I wasn't your sister. Oh, my God. Mina, I did not say that. Yes, you her. did. I know I said it. I didn't say it to hurt you. I just was saying it because say we are so different. We're so different. That's why I said it. Love me as a sister. I do love you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have written in if I didn't love you. I don't know how else to prove it. She believes that you you have some physical issues. I mean, she does. She told us that. She says, you know, some of this is for sure, but she says she feels like it's kind of taken you over and become your identity. It's all you live. She said, you are, it's just become your identity. She said, I almost feel like she wants cancer. I almost feels like she wants to be sick. She tells everybody she's sick. She said, we go to the store. We can just walk past somebody on the sidewalk and she'll start, start telling them how sick she is. That you've become obsessed with it. Is that possibly true? Has it consumed you? It, can, it consumes my life because I'm at the doctor four out of five days a week, every week of my life. Yeah. It took away my livelihood. It took away my joy of 21 years in my career, something that I was good at. So, I mean, it, it, it does. It, it consumes your life. All She's concerned that you're so consumed with it that you basically don't have anything left for your kids? Well, I think that my children will tell you different, except for my daughter, who decided to go live with my sister and is very influenced by my sister. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, next, Shamita asked for a glass of wine before the show. Um, and I want to talk about why she was upset with her friend for taking up all the time in the makeup chair. I, these are just issues I don't usually talk about, but we're gonna talk about them. This is my favorite cup of ice. I love the smell of the freezer. I could live on ice as a meal. Well, my fascination with wigs started way back when it gives my husband something to look forward to coming home to. Yeah, I think this looks pretty hot. For at least the past 15 years, I feel like Shamita's illnesses have affected our lives. My family is always fighting because we don't know what to do. I'm trying to not curl over. We don't know how to help Shamita. There's never a solution to fix my sister. There's never a break. There's always something wrong with my sister. It's exhausting. Why were you upset with Kim? Because she, I was, I brought her here because she's a wonderful friend. She's a great supporter of me, but she was running late this morning and I felt like she was going to, she was making your staff upset and it upset me and 
I got in a panic. I don't even know why Kim's here. Is it, you're Kim, right? Right. Hi, Kim. Hi. And I, I'm, I'm glad you're here, by the way. Welcome I, to the show. I, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And I knew that that would be the result. And you, you, this morning you got upset with Kim because she got all the attention in the makeup chair. No, that I did not get ready. I didn't get any time to get myself prepared. I, I felt I looked horrible. And they, they did tell me that they ran out of time to, to be able to do my hair. Well, you, you told the producer that Kim was being selfish by doing what she was doing. By not allowing me to have time to, to get ready. She was making me more nervous. You both look very nice. Thank you. I think. I what still do don't I understand why she's here, though. You say she's your supporter, like y'all have been friends for so many years. But, I mean, there was a time where y'all weren't even speaking to each other. And then all of a sudden, y'all are friends again. I don't understand why she's here. We've been friends for nine plus years. Kim, why, what's your understanding about why you're here? Well, Shamita asked me to come mostly for moral support. But also, as someone that's been there from the outside looking in, all this time, not actually being in the family. Did you give Kim some of your medication this morning? Did I give Kim some? Some of your medication this morning. <laughs> no, I put some of my medication in her box, and then I got it out before I left the room. Why yeah. would you do that? Is this the? Is this your medication box? Yes, that's that's my that's where I live on. Yeah. And and you put some of your med medications in here? Yeah, because her, her and I are on one medication me. that's the same. Because she takes it with her everywhere. Did you take anti-anxiety meds this morning? No, I wanted to, but they took my box. From, they said, you wanted my box. I, I wanted to, to see this. Because I was having a panic attack. What is it you want her to do to make you happy? What could she do to make you happy? I've written her three or four letters over the year that she's never responded to. Now I have my answer of how you feel about me. Just get it out here, sisters. This is not the time to mince words. What do you think's going on here? She is destroying our family. Everything is you, you, you. What did she say that was offensive to you? I'm ruining my entire family's life. That my son left because he couldn't handle me. My daughter left for the same reason. Is that true? My son said she's full of it. We have two sons. Yes. Which one are we talking about, Sebastian or yes. Sage? Sebastian. And Sage is very upset with him. Yeah. I'm sure he is because of the things that you've probably told him. No. Well, right, let's, just get, even... let's just get it out here, sisters. So what is it you're concerned about with her? What, what's the bottom line? I mean, this is not the time to mince words. I, what do you think's going on here? She is destroying our family. Everything is about her. 
Anytime we get together, it's about her. It's always about her. She has not been there for the kids. My parents and my husband and I have helped raise those kids. And I know that's going to piss her off. But you think she's neglected the children because she's so Absolutely. focused on herself. And those are Sebastian's words. He has been emotionally been there for you since the age of 13. And to say that you and Sebastian have had a great relationship and he only we left have. at the age of 18 because it was just time to move on. Shamita, that is not true. Well, Nobody can well, handle well, it anymore. He says he says what he has to say to please you because you hold. No, I think he him. says what he has to say to please you. You think that she's not physically as sick as she thinks she is, correct? No. You don't deny that she has some physical complications, as yes. many people do. Absolutely. Along the way. Everybody has 72. But you think she's blown this way out of proportion? Yes. I don't. For years. 72. Have you taken one day of your life to go to any of my appointments? To, if you had, I haven't, Shmita, because okay. I can't take it anymore. I have distanced myself from this family because it's always about you, and I can't take it anymore. Everything is you, 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 everything. And, and I understand why mom and dad have been there for you. I get it because you need it. You need help. So, and you don't think you do. Mom oh, no, I, God knows I need help because Mom, I don't know what to do anymore. Mom and I and Dad and I were talking about this. It's, it, is, it has come, it's obvious. You cannot stand me because You're I, right. I, I can't can, stand this, Shemita. I Because I, I can't I help. I my old sister back. I can't help that I'm six years old, was born six years before you, and you hate me for it. <laughs> <laughs> idea what that's about. <laughs> it's not, it's not funny. It's not. She resents me because she made a comment the other day that I, she came in after me and ruined my mom and dad's little family. With It was just me, my mom, and my dad. And well, she has resented me our whole life. Is she possibly right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you just pissed her off. What? Oh, you just pissed her off. Possibly worry about what? That you are not as sick as you believe you are. That you... Dr. Phil, I would love to not be sick. If anyone would want to live in hell to where they cannot have a bowel movement for 18 days and be in that kind of pain, why would... I mean... I, I know you're a very educated man. Why would I want to make these things up? I'm in horrible pain. Oh, well, let me answer that. I'm in so much pain. No. I would rather just, just, shoot, just shoot me now so I don't ruin the family. Well, that's one option, but <laughs> how about if no. that's true, how no. about if that's true, how about we take a better option, which is if there's a possibility to get a return to health for you? What if there's a return to health for you? What if we could do that's that? That's what I've been searching for. But since nobody believes I'm sick, I cannot believe this. Why am I $30,000 in debt and medical fees? Shamita has been prescribed over 80 medications. I don't 
understand why these people are laughing. It's a shock. Wow, that's a lot of medications. If you are going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL. Make eye contact with me. I believe you are sick. Right. I believe you are sick. I believe you have physiological anomalies and ailments, and I think you have psychological anomalies and ailments. And I think that, see, people misunderstand hypochondriac. They, they, they think you're a hypochondriac, right? I mean, that's what you've said. You think she's a hypochondriac. Family members have said that. And, you know, there's kind of a new term for that now. This is a somatic symptom disorder. And it, it, I want you to read this. Very high levels of worry about illness and tendency to appraise symptoms as unduly threatening, harmful, and often think the worst about their health. Also, one or more distressing and significantly disruptive somatic symptoms present. Okay, now let's think about that for just a second, okay? T take a look at that. Very high levels of worry about illness, so definitely true there, correct? Mm -hmm. And tendency to appraise symptoms as unduly threatening, which means you tend to overinterpret or overreact to the symptoms that you exaggerate them in some way, no, in your own mind. No, I don't feel that. Okay, well, often think the worst about their health. True? You think the worst about your health? Over the last few years, yes, because okay. I've gotten so that would scary be diagnoses. And also one or more distressing and significantly disruptive somatic symptoms. So a physical symptom, one or more that is actually distressing to you. Like you haven't been in the bathroom for 18 days. That's, that would be a somatic symptom. It would be distressing to you, right? No, because it's just not normal. I mean, why right. the doctors say that's so not normal? So it seems that a lot of this would apply to you. The only thing that you would disagree with is that you overinterpret symptoms or think they're unduly threatening. Here are a few of the characteristics. Just, I just want you to consider this. Distress or disruption of daily life due to one or more somatic symptoms. So is your daily life disrupted? My whole life has been disrupted. You, you, you just said, I keep this room bright and cheery because I'm in here 15, 20 hours a day, right? I, li I live in this room. I even have my Hello Kitty microwave in here so I don't have to go into the kitchen to prepare meals. Yeah, because I'm too fatigued to even want to get out of my room. Yeah, too fatigued to even want to go to your room. Disproportionate and persistent thoughts about the seriousness of one's symptoms. Yeah, I think. I, I would check that one off for you. Persistently high levels of anxiety about health or symptoms. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Excessive time and energy devoted to these symptoms or health concerns. Yes. You, you say you go to doctors four or five days a week. You're, you, you've got a, 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 a box of pills that are huge. You take a lot of medications. Shamita has been prescribed over 80 Medications, over 80 medications. I, I don't wonder 
that. I don't understand you, you, why these people are laughing. They're, they're laughing at the, it's, it's a shock aspect. It's a shock yeah, aspect. It's a shock to me. The, the, the doctors are the ones giving you these medications and saying, you need to take these because you're sick. And if you don't take these, you're not going to get better. Wow. That, that's a lot of medications. Well, and that, that kind of medication, taking that much, that many different medications in that concentrated fashion across a period of time can definitely disrupt the homeostasis of your body. It can get you out of balance and make you sick. The current ones you're taking are on the screen now. So that's the list you gave us. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, that's a lot of medication to be taken. And some of them work at cross purposes. Yeah, but some I mean, are up and some are down. Well, that's our frustration is who's talking to who? Is she being honest with all the doctors? Like, this does not seem normal. <clears throat> okay, do, do you know what diagnoses I have? No, yeah, I, I, you gave us everything. I have everything 140 pages of medical stuff that you gave us. So, okay. yes, I, I know the diagnoses. So we certain- also had. You, you gave us, you gave your psychiatrist permission to give us your history uh, as well. So he's very helpful and forthcoming. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I have had 15 surgeries. And I mean, I, the, I would say the biggest fear is when I had the pulmonary embolism. Since then, I have nothing has been right. They said, it's, my heart doctor said, from my age, 40, I, I was 40, to be in a room full of people that were in their 70s. He said it was a miracle that I was alive. Well, I'm so glad that they found it and that, that you've been treated for it. So I've been very scared since then. And, and so my, many things have happened since then. But my question to you is, do you think this has gotten a grip on you to the point that you have stopped being Shemitah and started being a patient? Has your identity become a sick person? Yes. Has your identity become a patient and not a a mother, a sister, a friend, someone that has just become consumed by by your medical history and activity? I live every day only for my children. But you're not living, Shemitah. up on Dr. Phil, visit our website and subscribe to our email newsletter. You'll get weekly updates, life strategies, and exclusive video that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, on drphil.com, you can see sneak previews of upcoming shows. Log on today. Shamita is convinced that her family doesn't care about her, and she is all alone in her living hell. She also accuses her sister Dana of betraying her. Well, tomorrow we're going to meet the rest of the family and hear what they have to say about Shamita and all of her problems. I want to thank all of my guests. Go to drphil.com and let us know what you think. So long. (laughs) 